Never been the type for the prom queens I just need a little hippie chick in a mom jeans Sucker for a blind free dick, got a mom jeans, yeah Type of chick you probably find in God dreams, yeah Never been the type for the prom queens I just need a little hippie chick in a mom jeans Hello, and welcome to Season 5, Episode 6 of Freak in the Mom Jeans Welcome back Um, I just got back from a week-long... I wish I could say vacation, um, but it was a week-long work trip in Kissimmee, Florida, which if you don't know where that is, is Orlando, or just outside of Orlando. Um, ultimately, I've come back with plenty of vitamin D, so in that way, I'm feeling better. Um, I am feeling burnt out, um, so have both um, sunburn and uh, my mind is a bit burnt out, but... Ultimately, I'm back, and yeah, I think I've um, I've been moving quite quickly. Like I, obviously, I was in Paris, and that was so fun. I was there for two weeks, and then I came back for, I guess about a, about a week, and then had a friend visit, um, for another week, and then went straight to this work trip, and um, it's been a bit go go go, which has been fun um, at times, stressful at other times. And yeah, I I feel like my therapy sessions always seem to line up at exactly the right time when they need to. And this week was one of those where, yeah, I went to see my therapist and it was the first time I'd really just sat and um, thought about myself for a minute, like greater than, you know, short-term, like, what am I doing right now? More of, like, how am I feeling? Um, checking in with yourself about how you're feeling. Uh, really important. <laughs> um, I did a whole lot of, like, shoving and shoving and just, like, it's good. I'm good. Everything's good. And um, I think we all get in the rhythm of doing that when we know there's things we have to get done. But um, I also had this realization that there are so many things that I say for the first time in therapy that, like, I've thought them a million times. Like, I, I'm specifically in my head I think I'm talking about like things that happened in childhood like I talked about being (laughs) bullied in um in elementary school and middle school for my weight and um that's the first time I had like really said it out loud and said it to someone who like yeah didn't know me when I was in elementary school or middle school and so yeah, there's a lot of um, beautiful things about therapy, obviously, but I think one of them being that you get the chance to say things that have just lived inside of your brain for so long. Um, but yeah, so I had a really lovely therapy session. Um, was kind of talking about how on this trip, or on any trip really, um, when I go on a plane, I do this thing where I scroll through all of my photos <laughs> and all of my notes and my notes app and um because you know there's very little you can do on a plane other than like read a book listen to music or like whatever's on downloaded on your phone I'm not like paying for the wi-fi um I could through work but it's like that just means I have to work so I'm just not gonna get the wi-fi um anyway so I found myself scrolling through photos that went all the way back to you know before I moved to Portland so over a year ago and it was summertime, 
And then at the same time, you know, I was in Florida and it's super sunny and it's like feeling like summer. And so I found myself being super nostalgic. Um, and nostalgia is a very beautiful thing, but also a very scary thing. Um, because I think it makes me pause and think about the things that I miss or that I know will never be the same. And, um, essentially that things have changed and recognizing that they've changed. And so, yeah, I found myself on the plane coming back to Portland feeling really sad. Um, and not really knowing what to do with that sadness. And so just kind of like, once again, pushing it to the side and then going to therapy and being like, I think I'm sad. (laughs) I think the overall emotion I'm feeling is sad. Um, and like grief and like mourning of things. And, um, I find that I get really scared, um, and fearful anytime I feel those feelings, because it means that I think there's a part of me that is fearful that I feel sad and that that sadness is something I could never climb out of. Um, and that it turns into like a greater depression. And there have been times in the past where depression has like, yeah, taken over my life. Um, and I always get out of it, you know, like always find my way out of the hole, but it's scary to recognize like the signs that you're going into it or potentially could. And so then it's like, okay, well, if I'm scared of (laughs) of depression, then like, I just won't feel sad at all. And if I don't feel sad, then I can't be depressed. And if I can't be depressed, then I don't go into this dark hole. Right. Um, but I was talking to my therapist about that and she's like, you know, once again, um, there is, you have to feel all of those feelings. Um, found that way, found that too, even with anger, like I've talked to friends about this, but it's really hard for me to get angry. And, but then when I do get angry, it's like this full explosion and then it just passes so quickly. And it's like, what if I just gave my emotions, the space and room that they actually need. Um, which I think is a practice that I'm learning more and more in like, in yoga. This is sounding really hippie, um, but it's true. Um, same with like, it's the practice of meditation. And when I used to use the Headspace app, it's like letting, use this really lovely metaphor of, you know, standing on the side of a road and like watching your thoughts pass as like cars going by and just, you know, recognizing them and letting them pass. I think that's a really lovely metaphor. I don't know (laughs) um, that I've always been able to do that or even can do that well now, but I do think it's a nice idea at the very least. Um, So yeah, I've been feeling a lot of um, sadness as of late and um, just feeling like a sadness of, um, not having those friends so close anymore, like in proximity. Of course, I talk to them on the phone. I just talked to quite a few of my friends on the phone before this call, but like the physical closeness, um, and recognizing that that is different and like I can, be mourning something in one place while also really celebrating another thing in another place. So like in Portland, I'm so excited. I'm meeting all these new friends. I'm, 
like building these connections that I'm really excited about, but at the same time mourning these other people that I don't get to see as much. So it's like a very split feeling. Um, and it's okay to embrace the sadness. I've talked about this time and time again, but like the happy and the sad at the same time. Um, shout out Casey Musgraves for that beautiful song. Um, but um, yeah, giving a bit more room to the emotions that maybe aren't as positive, you know, but still need to be felt fully um, to understand them. Felt that too, even like looking through my, I was talking to my therapist too about this, looking through my photos and, you know, um, it was in the summer, I was wearing like, you know, shorts and, and things that I like really loved and my hair was long and I was wearing makeup and like, I just look so different um, to me. I mean, if someone else saw it, they'd probably be like, oh, you look the same. But to me, it was like a version of myself that was going out a lot and like X, Y, Z. I mean, I was also really sad at that time. So it's easy to look back with rose colored glasses, but, um, and I have taken things slower in the ways that I, I meant to, um, but my body has changed. I'm like changing. I'm older. I'm 25 now. Um, and I find that there's like this dissonance between the body that I was used to having and the clothes that I was wearing and what made me feel good and like where I am now. Like those clothes don't fit anymore. And so when I put them on, it's a reminder. It's like almost a slap in the face. Sometimes I'm like, I don't look like that anymore. Um, and I feel myself having a lot of like negative emotion around that and then being like, I don't want to feel this way. I want to like embrace my body where I am and like recognize that I'm taking care of myself um, and that it's going to look different. Um, those things are hard to reconcile in the moment and it takes time, especially when it's something I haven't been paying any mind to for a long time. Um, and yeah, I don't know what I wanted to say about that other than I think I'm, um, body dysmorphia <laughs> is a real thing. Um, we all know this and I'm experiencing it, uh, for one of the first times in my life, like since, and I, this is the reason I brought up being bullied in elementary and middle school earlier is like, this is the first time since really that time where I first understood that like some people were attractive and some people were called ugly, like. I remember in fifth grade that becoming very clear to me, maybe even fourth grade. And since then, I had always just like been so guarded as to like take care of myself enough where I felt like skinny or like the version of myself I wanted to present. And this is the first time where I don't, um, I don't, necessarily look the way that um that I I thought I did or like that I hold in such esteem so I'm having to reconcile that um and it's hard um and there's also the part of it that's like my gender expression and identity because when I gain weight it's almost always in my hips and my and my boobs and um I've always liked my boobs, but I liked them when they were like 
not super noticeable, but were there. And now they're like there and they are very noticeable. And all the clothes that I have, especially from the past two years of my life, um, have gotten tighter there. And I was explaining it as like, the clothes are no longer the center of the outfit. It's now like me wearing my body in the clothes. Um, and yeah, that just doesn't feel right. But then it also doesn't feel right to get rid of the clothes and buy new ones that do fit and make me feel the way the old ones did because there's this part of me holding on to, well, that I'm going to lose the weight and I am going to wear those again. Or like the goal should be to get back to what I looked like two years ago. And, um, and I know that isn't quite right either, but once again, it's hard to let go of. And, um, so kind of the conclusion of where I came to it, my hour long, um, their therapy appointment was, you know, recognizing I'm not quite in the place to give those clothes away or move on from them and letting go of that shame around it, which is hard to do, but really necessary so I can get unstuck because I do feel pretty stuck right now in this like um this body image that I'm like having such negative um emotions around but um that's kind of where I (laughs) where I'm at um I re-downloaded tinder I'm about to delete it again. Um, I had a lovely lunch with um, this girl from work today who I think is going to end up being a really great friend. And I told her, I was like, telling her what my type was and, you know, what I'm interested in. She's like, she's like, okay, well, I'll keep an eye out. If I find, if I meet anyone or have any friends who introduce me to someone who's like that, like, I'll let you know, I'll keep you in mind. I was like, this is great. I need more people to be doing, um active field research for me like please um if you know me and you know my type I know you know it I know I've talked about it on here doesn't take much um a lot of non-binary um icons I'm interested in a lot of um very androgynous um look that I'm into please just keep me in mind (laughs) um so I don't have to be on dating apps and I can just like network um Okay, let's not use networking and dating in the same sentence, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking for love, but like very casually. Can you casually look for love? Hmm. I don't know. That is the question. <laughs> That's my question for this month. Can you casually look for love? Um, please let me know your thoughts and feelings on the matter. Um, in the meantime, I hope you can, um, you're taking care of yourself and, uh, I'm always here just freaking it up in the mom jeans. That's me. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Queens, I just need a little hippie chick in a mom jeans. Sucker for a blind freak dick, got a mom jeans, yeah. Type of chick you probably find in God dreams, yeah. Never been the type for the prom queens. I just need a little hippie